0: You've tuned into the R.U. Screening Podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the R.U. Screening Podcast. I am your host, ruscreening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And uh this week it's uh Spider-Man week. Yeah, it is. And uh Spider-Man week has turned <laughs> insane in a in a variety yeah. of ways. Uh trushing at the box office. Um it was, you know, I can't remember now, but it was like the uh second biggest animated something, was I don't it? know. It was like a it was huge It, it took an. Yeah. Uh, it it was really, the first one is. It was uh it was really stupid big um but now it's now it's uh back and forth between uh everybody loving it and uh and now there's like a new like trans backlash in it because <laughs> you no know, it feels like there's a trans yeah. backlash on everything so I'm yeah. uh, not aware uh, of it not to yeah, uh, you know, it's uh it's kind of bonkers, but it's not uh changing how much money it's making. Oh, but I uh I guess uh basically because, you know, the internet has to have to internet has to internet. Yeah, there's you know, like you know you haven't there's seen like this black backlash, the, I mean there's, there's video, like uh trans posters in Gwen's room and stuff and like uh How the hell like could you trans see it? lives matter and stuff? Yeah. Well, because somebody got a picture and put it online that's how you can see
1: when we start talking about it one of the easiest things to both applaud it for and not really punish it for is man there's a lot of stuff going on yeah It, it is visually just overstimulating in the best of ways but this is a film when it comes out on you know disc i have to get it just to sort of almost frame by frame some of these scenes and be like, right, right. look at that, right. look at these.
0: There's, there's uh, so and much there's storm. like uh, you know little Easter eggy oh, yeah. nods sure. to everywhere, a jillion oh, different things. again,
1: not to get too far ahead, but once you get to the scene where you see more spider people in the spider things, right? Like I could only look so quickly in the corners. Right. I'm sure you freeze it. and I'm like, oh, there's the nicholas hammond Spider-Man it's like the 1977 thing yeah like yeah. you'll see a billion of them so
0: yeah there's uh there's everything and uh it's funny how the movie will every once in a while you know throw out a, a comic like yeah, like right. it pauses and goes yeah. look here's <laughs> like a comic book <laughs> yeah of where this yeah. guy's from or whatever Uh, and so before we get into the movie, actually, um, normally I would say (laughs) before we get into the movie and then I'm going to babble about a bunch of stuff, but I don't actually have a bunch of stuff to babble about. Um, and there are actually a lot of movies that I'm really looking forward to, even if, uh, my looking forward to them is very, you know, like skewed. Right. I'm like, I'm looking forward to the flash. I'm not I'm not at all sure I'm going to like it. See see, this <laughs> right, is the part but, where I wish we and if we
1: had more time and I thought about it, this is also how unprepared we are for each other. I didn't know you were gonna bring this up. If you had, I'd have been like, we should do like two minutes on what are you more excited the, to? Let's like, the the, the <laughs> right. you know, sweet sixteen brackets. Like I'm pretty psyched to see Wes Anderson's new film. Oh, I am too. I'm also there's a there's a compartment in my head that's just like it's sort of sometimes like Greta Gerwig's films. Like you just there's a way that it couldn't be amazing. So just be ready for that. Right. But then I'm like, well, what are you excited more for? And then I'm like, pretty curious about the Flash. But am I more excited for that than I am Dial of Destiny? Like where right, where right. where
0: am I in what is most exciting? I I think too that uh all these movies are doing uh, weird things. And it would be in- almost interesting. It's not quite interesting enough, I think, to do just like a whole trailer. Yes, you know, like show you just do. talk about trailers. You know, I love lists. But they are—they're uh, doing such weird things right now. With if you, you know, if you line them all up, yeah, it, you got like the Wes Anderson movie, which which shows you tons of stuff. Mm-hmm. But doesn't tell you anything about what is going. Like Nothing. what is the yeah. story? Yeah. It's like you have no idea. You're in some weird. Yeah, I mean, it's like you're in. You know, it's like that TV show that uh, just you came out, me, it, like where, where we're in the future, where yeah. it's like Fallout, Selling everything pieces, and Billy up and everything. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. this is like we're in some weird spin-off <laughs> of that somehow where we're in this weird city that's been manufactured or something. Yeah. It's almost uh, even weird to watch that trailer next to like the Oppenheimer trailer where they're talking about how they built this fake city. Yeah, definitely. So the yeah. scientists can live there. Yeah. Um, but it shows you all this stuff. It shows you all these people who are in it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think the movie really is, uh, is just putting all its eggs in the someone is a fan. Yeah. Right? Like, everyone is a fan of someone in this movie, and is going to go see it, because, like, everyone is in it. Right. I mean, like, everyone's in it. They linger on the
1: shot of Scarlett Johansson, and I'm like, okay, that brings all the Black Widow (laughs) crowd. Right, right. There's all, you know,
0: it's just... But it's got, like, everyone, and it shows you all these little goofy snippets. Yeah. And you get, like, these little parts uh, where... It's almost like you're watching the live action thing that happened that inspired the weird product being sold in the back of Boy's Life or or, or comic books or, you know, whatever. And and you're like, what the hell is going on? And it won't tell you. Right. Yeah. And then you've got uh, the Flash, which is doing a bizarrely similar thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, they show you like different batmans yeah. they show you him talking to himself because there's time travel happening yeah. and and they give you like all these little things and like no one wants to tell anything about what story is going to happen in a trailer anymore like yeah. you can't get right anything like you could have some movie that comes out that's like a whodunit or something, right? And yeah. you would never know that's what right. you were getting into thing. when, you, when yeah. you got there because it won't tell you what's going on. And all you know about the Flash movie is there's time travel right. and he, you know, was trying to save his mom or whatever.
1: Yeah.
0: And that worked, but right. it, but what? What thing. did it do? So did it Am it, I in did, yeah. did I go to the parallel universe where she was alive, or did I actually change something here? Right. Or I ruined the rest of the world by yeah. bringing her back, or you know, whatever. But you don't really know, right? What goes on, yeah. and like, uh, I don't know, villains, and what are we fighting against, yeah. and and what does having different. Batman right <clears throat> right mean and what's going on I don't know it's all it's all completely they probably
1: bonkers. they probably did do a version of this but for sure in a comic if this were a comic story once the flash is like okay I've talked to like three different batmen batman would be like okay now I got to kill you because suddenly you just start wanting things and there's no one to stop you right <laughs> so now it's just us and you know there's just all these weird things that it could
0: do and go down but yeah yeah and uh and and you know you don't really get anything uh about that happening either like can he just run fast enough that he goes back in time and right. changes it or right. can he run fast enough that he went to a different universe where his mom wasn't dead or right. you know whatever i don't know it's yeah. all uh, it's all up in the air but i just think it's so weird and then even uh, you got like you know indiana jones yeah. Which Indiana Jones is actually, so far, just based off trailers right. and, and knowing a little bit about things. Indiana Jones is, like, the the big surprise of the year. Yeah. Because it actually looks pretty interesting. Yeah. And, and, yeah. I, and I so hated the last one. Yeah. Uh, in In, like, every conceivable way. And this one looks like, you know, really going back to, like, the first one. Yeah. In in what we're trying to do. Right. You know, and, and you? it's it's like throwbacky to, you know, Alan Quartermain yeah. movies and and old without just being insane. Yeah. Right. Without just having totally goofy right uh I mean, which is hard to say when you're talking about Raiders of the Lost Ark and right. the stuff that happens in in it is still goofy right but it's a different level yeah (laughs) or whatever um but this one looks a lot more like you know we're just going back to it's like a throwback to itself yeah right (laughs) it's been long enough that (laughs) i don't know there's
1: there's definitely two trailers there might have been a third there actually might have been a third um i still get a weird like goosebump kind of hit when I see that first trailer when he's just talking and you realize how old he is. And he's like, look, I've, I've seen some things. I can't always explain it. You know, it's just the voiceover, which obviously he hates voiceover films like Blade Runner, but still it is setting up something that looks just fun and not happy meal driven. right? And I think, I think I'm on a stage where if we get one more Indiana Jones film, just do that. Right. Just remember how much fun it was. Go back and do something like that, and just swing for the fences. Don't don't do dumb things for the sake of getting yourself out of a bad spot. But just have fun.
0: Or like uh, somebody had a random idea of right. a somebody, scene, and it's, it's like, well, we have to work it in. Some executive day. producer is like, I gave you X amount of money,
1: and you're going to put a giant spider in this. Right. Right. You know, like God, come on. We'll <laughs> anyway, give me we'll uh, two
0: giant spiders in the next one. It, it looks very good cool. it does look fun um but yeah other than that um i i am gonna throw out we're gonna be on like a break for like three weeks yeah uh after this so you know apologies to anyone who actually cares about that but that's the time we're to, gonna have to catch up that's yeah.
1: the time to email like crazy yeah and tell us all the things you're seeing and what you want us to see and what you want us to cover when you get back we're yeah well, a bunch of stuff
0: and look back through all those movies you haven't seen and uh, right. what movies we've covered and right. find out the ones that uh, you shouldn't have missed but did yeah uh all right, so spider man yeah um and you know we're we already talked about this before, right? so we have already spoiled this um, did we but but we had uh this actually worked out in it, like an interesting way. Um, Yeah, we talked about the part one spoileriness, right? That it's, this is, uh, this is a part one that at the end is going to, it just says like to be continued, right? Right. So we already talked about that last week. And uh, like the fact that that had created its own controversy, that people were talking about that. And does it count as a spoiler to say that? Or is it not a spoiler to say that? and so, we did actually accidentally get some twelve year old confirmation that uh yeah, right that uh she would have liked to have known that going in right <laughs> she would have preferred to know yeah, we, whether yeah. or not that counts as a spoiler or not, I guess is a slightly different question, but um, yeah. we got to the end that <laughs> she was not happy, yeah, so. we
1: went with uh we went with a twelve year old and she thought. That we had made the movie and played a trip <laughs> Right. Like, like she we turned did on, it or something. She turned on you fairly quick and I was getting some side looks. <laughs> right. Like we had done this right. and just had really kept it from her. But Right. And it, you let me do and it. And I let you do it. And then I we kept it like hidden from her. But we also uh, I mean, you're attentive anyway, but it, it, it wasn't just her. There were people in the theater and it was, oh, pretty, yeah. it was pretty busy theater. There were people in the theater that when the realization came that there's no way that this film. Oh, yeah. end, there, were,
0: there were like drones. There were people, sure, yeah.
1: you know, and it's funny, the, the internet has certainly spoiled some things, but it's also sort of comforting to know that not everybody
0: goes on Knows, the for
1: everything. Right, right. Like, I don't know. I distinctly remember the last time that happened to me, And it wasn't because I searched online for it forever, because it was at a time when there wasn't internet things. But I remember the end of Back to the Future too. I had no idea there was a third one. Right. And I remember just thinking, like, man, they're running through a lot of recycled things, and Marty and Doc have to get to the church, and they're doing what? And then it just came up with to be continued, and I just thought, that was dumb. I should have known that. (laughs) But I, it just didn't, and that was actually still at a time where movies didn't always make franchises, sequels, and trilogies and things. Right? Yeah, she was not. She was not happy about that. that.
0: All right. Uh, so, going through the movie, you know, I don't know that we need to have, like, a preamble to what's going on. It's continuation of the first movie, anyway. It picks up, like, a year after. Um, and it yeah. is, yeah, It we get this whole big thing uh, at the beginning where it kind of runs through, like, this is who oh, I am yeah. now, and it's, right. like, been a little while, and this is where we are, and, uh, you know, he's uh, constantly thinking about Gwen who's gone and he never thinks he's gonna see her again. Yeah. And, and it it does do a little bit of uh, you know, in in today's, you know, where we are, it's it does yeah. like the it should have like a skip intro. Yeah. <laughs> or, right. or or skip the skip the retelling or whatever. Yeah. Like uh, you know, watching stuff on various streaming channels. It it kind of paints us the picture of what happened as he's talking about right. what's been going on for the last 6 months yeah, whatever it really. is or anyway and then uh we get this whole we get over to Gwen's side and uh she meets up with Spider-Man 2099 and yeah. some other and Jessica Drew yeah a, a, and some others right <laughs> yeah. And, uh, she, they have like, a. she's trying to take somebody down and how did this happen and glitching and people from the wrong universes and, and they show up and she gets basically like recruited into like the spider verse justice league, like the spider, spider specific justice league. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, whatever one thing leads to another and that. brings her back to Miles Morales's universe right. and whatever hilarity ensues there's like the same things going on in general of uh we have to fix the universe yeah. and whatever and uh and it actually turns into you know without talking just too much about what happens in the movie it turns into uh we we've basically got the one guy And we've, like, switched to, like, the uh, Thor-Loki idea of being, like, at the end of the universe and making sure that glitches don't happen and we're seeking out the – it's kind of a similar story is going on of what the – spider justice league is right. doing yeah, right. is that they just keep going places to stabilize get, the timelines yeah, 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 and, yeah,
1: you know and there's one villain from the last film that is sort of hell-bent on making Miles morales pay for what he thinks he's lost right and he is able to go into other dement, other universes right right and basically that's the macguffin we got to get yeah, yeah. that guy and stop him before he gets too powerful right
0: Okay. Um so uh going into that as we're supposed to throw out our ratings uh at the beginning. So this one was um slightly odd for me although uh in a unique way in that um I I had no problems at all with what the number was. <laughs> right? Yeah. But I did go back and forth a lot trying to figure out, like, like I knew the number more than I knew why my yeah. exact opinion, yeah. right? Because, yeah. right, uh, if you listen to the show at all, uh, it's this is the magic number seven, right? Uh, this the movie was a seven it, in like so many ways, yeah, right? That then. I kind of talked myself around in circles a lot, thinking about the movie. Yeah. Uh, You know, I guess trying to convince myself that it wasn't, or something, or that I had to move somewhere. I land on seven, and I'm like, no. It's like, that's a dissertation. Yeah, and it took me forever, right? Right. And I I actually did, like, a lot of thinking about this movie, which I usually don't do, right, right before we do the show, right? Um, Because that's our whole gig, is we try to – just be kind of without all of the forethought thought and everything yeah. that goes into trying to put together like the review. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um But I kind of just accidentally had to, I was like, you know, there was part of me going that there's a lot of stuff I don't like about the movie. Yeah. Um But mostly the stuff that I don't like about the movie uh, is, is almost uh, just in the, design itself right like i just don't like your theory and it's stupid yeah. and hard so make a love. good movie out of it yeah uh, whatever hard right? to do that right um but there was a lot of stuff i loved about the movie yeah. too so uh, you know i just went back and forth it uh but it was a seven like you know while i was the whole time i was watching it pretty much yeah there was not anything in this movie You know, like, we will frequently say, like, the first half hour, I was like, I guess this is nine. And then it turned out not to be. But, you know, but this movie was just solidly seven from beginning to end, really. There were a few moments where I thought, maybe we're going to mix things up a little bit and it could get a little higher.
1: Yeah.
0: But, no. Didn't do it for it, yeah. Um, But, yeah, so solidly seven. Um, and like I said, I loved a lot of things about it and mostly the things that I didn't like, there were a few little things that I thought, you know, that's just pretty stupid. Yeah. But then I thought, you know, maybe that's pretty stupid and that's because I'm not the world's biggest Spider-Man fan and I don't know that issue of whatever the hell stupid thing or whatever. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, I'm not going to get deeply into it or anything, but You know, there wasn't anything that was, like, really dragging me down. There's just, uh, you know, like, you you can't construct it better. Yeah. And and I'm not going to give you any higher rating. Right. Because it's just just built into, (laughs) uh, you know, like, the stupidity of what you're trying to do. Yeah. Uh, and, And, you know, it did not help anything. Uh, I will, you know, throw this out there in my uh, creating uh, critical analysis of the movie. Right. Didn't help anything that my twelve-year-old on the drive home was telling me all the things that I thought were stupid about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, I mean, <laughs> right? Then I guess we're on the same page. Then there. they're they're yeah. pretty apparent, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, that's my rating. So it never. What was the highest? It arguably.
1: Never you know,
0: I think there was a time where I thought it might do stuff that would maybe make me think about eight, but yeah. it never actually was. Right? Right? It, it just you, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're like, if you do these things.
1: I had that a little off on you. I actually thought you were going to... I thought you might come in and like this better than I, but I, I guess I liked it a little better than you. I gave it an eight. It, it, I feel like it should have easily been like an eight and a half without any problems. Like, I feel like yeah. we, and we've said this a bunch. Sometimes you come in and you do judge a book by its cover. It, you know, I know the new Ernest film, Ernest goes to spider verse. Right, you know, right. I know that's going to cap it four. like, there's no <laughs> way it can be, but you know, I remember watching the first one and, and I would just as a quick aside, suggest to anyone, don't rely on the beginning catch up of this film. Too summarize the last film watch the watch the first it's it's really enjoyable i felt like it was certainly either going to be bigger in an expansive way or maybe just more more dazzling but not as thoughtful and i think it does both and then i think it doesn't do both too like this is sort of a really fun and and weird film to have watched um but i don't know why I, i thought thought maybe you might come in at like eight and a half or nine even and that i would be stuck sitting here being like, well, here are the problems I have. But I guess I'm gonna be like listening to whether or not we have the same problems or not. <laughs> there's there's all kinds of problems here for me. And they range from, you know, whether or not we hit them uh all going forward, but there's problems with the pacing, running time, the character development, the repetition. I mean, I've got a ton of good things to say about it. But as far as it's coming in at 140 minutes. Okay, so that's two hours and 20 minutes. You could argue that maybe the credits are like 10 of those minutes, maybe, you know, seven or eight. So, okay, right. but that is still, that's a big film. One of the things that I think it did best, thinking of it linearly, is the start of the film, like you said, begins with Gwen and we figure out the problems that not only. Whoever you are in whatever universe, if you're a spider person, people, you know, they have conflicts with their parents. It's hard being a teenager. These are all the big, you know, easy things that made Spider-Man popular as a comic book, anyway. Because he didn't have any money, he always had these problems. He was worried about his girlfriend he could never have, and his grandparents, and just all uh, his his aunt and his uncle rather. Gwen has a big problem here with her dad, and she's trying to you know solve these things, but the speed and the efficiency of telling her story and getting us caught up was very brisk overall. I mean, I still think it's like 15, 20 minutes right. later compared to the stuff that miles does with his parents. And even like on the rooftop, like party scene, I felt like what I was watching was someone playing a video game and you walk up to, you know, a non-playable character, you walk up to an NPC and you hit X to talk to them. And after two X's, they say the same thing over and over. (sighs) And I feel like that scene is indicative of something that was like 15 minutes that could have been cut down, where in some ways the film is so exciting and creative and colorful and bold and the animation is off the charts. I think they lose the thread because they want to show us so much instead of understanding that less is more sometimes – really just showing us all the wild stuff that you want to show in a better constructed tighter arc story would have been leagues better than what I got. And I still liked what I got, but I I really felt like the running time coming in. Now the running time also sort of sat heavy on me because it is visually just stimulating everywhere. Like there's something happening in every corner. And the genius of it is not that, the more fun aspect for me in some ways in watching it for diving into all the nitpicky stuff is all the characters are different. Like the, the punk Spider-Man that is the underdog that steals every scene in this film is done in such a strange retro, like cut and paste animation, like almost like a ransom note. Right. And, and it's Daniel. It's it's like like a punk guy. It's
0: like a punk, you know, zine and it really is and and he
1: he dresses punk and just the animation that as he's walking next to someone that almost looks like computer animated smooth every line is perfect and he's jagged and discolored and and it's so awesome and creative that it's perfect and i love that it was in the film but like just do little things like that to show the strength of the story and don't delve into like digressions that probably take much longer than they need to at the expense of keeping the protagonist and their story moving along right you know for me in in a strange way for me that was like the characters don't act unbelievable it isn't a uh, boring it's not like um watching speed racer that looks right. beautiful but it's like there's nothing there it right. just looks like there's there's a genuine attempt at a heartfelt story here and a continuation of stories with characters that I think are believable. Um, you know, and I'll nitpick a bit more on, but I think the, the biggest thing for me there is just that weird unevenness that yeah. was really, really thick. And it was like hard to get through.
0: Yeah. I th- so I think um, my, like my experience with the movie really is there are a lot of things I didn't like, like that. Yeah. Right. There are times where the pace is weird. Uh, there are, There are times where I think um, we should be doing something different with the character and we spend a lot of time not. I think all of the negatives for me come out of the same thing. And they're they're just like part of having to do that. And it's, it's like if that were somehow different. And you are locked in a little bit by doing what you were doing in the first movie, right? You have to have, like, the same overall theory as the first movie. Mm -hmm. In the first movie, it wasn't nearly as stupid as it was in this movie, I think. And that is uh, that the whole multiverse thing in this movie is stupid. It's, like, a completely stupid theory. Mm -hmm. And it's worse in this movie... Because they won't stop talking about it and they won't stop showing it to you. That's true. And that's really true. They even explain that it's stupid in this movie in a way, right? Because we see like this whole tree of how there are different universes, right? Like our theory is. You know, giant tree, all these branches. Yeah. Look at the different things.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, you know, there are competing ideas of what the multiverse would mean and why there are different universes and everything. And this movie shows you the big tree and the branches, where the idea is I could have turned left, but I turned right. right. And that made two different universes, right? That's one idea of why there are different universes. And yeah. the other one is, whatever dumbass thing you can think of right. now there's a universe right? right and those are not compatible ideas right. right and this one has universes that are here's just some dumbass thing i was drunk and i came up with this idea of uh there's a sentient lego's universe right and, and now right. that's another universe no it's not it's not even your own theory of how there are universes you just showed us this whole branchy thing right. right and and there's uh you know it it reminds me of one of the things that really pissed me off about everything everywhere all at once because it's got that same theory yeah right like whatever dumbass thing you think of that's a universe that exists and you can go to the you in that universe yeah and, it, and it's okay wait you can't do both of these things, right. where you're having this whole like sciency discussion and explaining all this yeah. crap, and then also go, I mean, universes just pop into existence because someone somewhere had a dumbass idea. Right. That's you. You can't do both of those things. And it was you could let it slide in the first movie because we weren't being serious, right? right. We we weren't constantly talking about it. We weren't examining it. We didn't have giant computers. that we're figuring shit out and whatever. We just had like, I don't know, here's another universe. And it Mm -hmm. was like, oh, all right, just roll with it then. Right. right? Like it's a transformers movie, not like the next transformers movie is going to really dive into how there are transformers and how it all makes sense scientifically. Right. Right. You know, whatever. Right. Like you either have to be just screwing around and having fun and making a movie or Be really serious serious. about how the science works, right? But you start melding them both, yeah, and constantly talking about it. Yeah. I mean, then it's like everything else that happens in the movie is like got that anchor on it. And and it affects everything else that was, you know, hopefully would be good. Right. And and it keeps referencing its flaw
1: while thinking it's talking. Positively about its strengths, yeah, right, it
0: and it keeps showing you a different Spider-Man, where yeah, where you you keep going, right, look, man, yeah, <laughs> and, and, and it it wouldn't have been so bad, and it wouldn't have changed so many other things about like uh, how we're developing our characters, yeah, how we're trying to have like a decent pace when we just demand to keep throwing out these mm-hmm. other things that just make you think about how goofy it is right. you know
1: big films big films that are franchises or not that make a real goofy decision and this isn't exactly like what you're saying but it just reminds me of whenever i see lois gets hurt so superman just spins around the earth the other way and reverses time then spends it back and right everything's okay and i'm like well, all right, now nothing ever bad happens.
0: Right, right.
1: Superman just spins around and people don't know that they're always in a state of reliving every third minute again. Right. Or, you know, what's famous and and I know people rush to defend I've I've brought this up before with people I didn't know were super Harry Potter fans, and I'm like, the time turner killed everything. Right. So does the you know, the luck potion. So does so many things that are just sort of like these disposable James Bond flashes of detonator. Right, right. And now it's like, no, that's the universe. Like if I can turn time back, I can fix everything. Why did Voldemort ever kill Harry's parents? You know, all these all these dumb things. And when you illustrate something that you think is maybe you're just gonna gloss over, but you just never shut up about it. You're like, guys, you again it's the same crew that made the story in the first film. And I understand one of the things that was exciting to people, because you tell them, oh, man, another Spider-Man movie. All right. Right. Peter gets bit. Ben dies. Promise, power, responsibility. Oh, wait. Well, this is different. And then there's the noir Spider-Man and Spider-Ham. And you're like, wow. That's when you made a mistake. Because now you got to show all kinds of new Spider-People. Right, right. And it isn't even at the effect of slowing down Miles's story if we are to believe that in these three films... The second installment is even his story. It could have been Gwen's right? because I think it's clear they're setting something up for the third film, but it's not even the secondary characters like, you know, the 2099 or the Jessica Drew or any of the others. Now it's the tertiary and the quaternary characters that are eating up so much time because maybe we don't have a lot of faith in our story. Because we have and to we everything. To show you we, we, got to, right. we got to show you all the salad finger hands and wear rocks and Legos. Right. And yet in that criticism, I'm like... Well, you had the courage to, you know, throw live-action people into this film too. Like that was fun, right? But you didn't make me fully forget the problems that you have, right?
0: Yeah, and 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 you also in the same vein as that problem, and then we will also talk about good things. But oh, yeah, yeah, um, in in a very similar way to having that problem and focusing too much on what you're trying to tell and trying to slide by and get away with, yeah uh you know so my twelve year old which we've talked a lot, yeah. right uh and, and i I agree completely with her and would have said it, but you know she said it first or whatever yeah. uh her problem with the movie is uh why is the universe utterly dependent on spider man right the, yeah. if spider man makes a different decision in yeah. a universe and the key spider man things don't happen right. then the universe crumbles and that dimension goes away and whatever now spider-man's either spider-man is like god somehow or something or this whole thing is like zaphod Beeblebrox looking at the fake universe and how it's all about him like why how come you can how come you can destroy a universe just by not having something in spider-man's story happen Right. right you better do some serious explaining about why he's the linchpin to all reality or, yeah, or not just throw it out. Like, you know, like we mention this every once in a while, but the whole thing comes down to, you know, like a a boy and his dog, right? Like if the dog can talk, you just have the dog (laughs) talk and don't ever ever talk about it. Right. Right. Don't (laughs) explain the (laughs) medical. You just, just you just go, look, this is, this is the world we're in. And we're never going to mention it. Right. Because as soon as you start talking about why the dog can talk, then you better have like a half an hour explanation (laughs) and, you know, whatever, right? Better make sure it's tight. But this whole thing where suddenly it comes down to, you know, like you thought you were watching one movie and then all of a sudden it turns out that you're watching like some mythology creation about why Spider-Man right. is all there is in the universe, actually, right? right? Yeah. Like, it's so weird that it throws that in. Yeah. Anyway, um, but, you know, on the good side, uh, and, you know, it's kind of a big good. First of all, lots of it is really fun. It and is. And it's gorgeous. And, yeah. you you know, if you can play along more than us, then, you know, you're going to have great time oh, with sure. it. And lots of stuff is really cool. And the stuff that happens where it is, like, the character stuff is at least not as bad as it might have been, although a lot of it's not great. When we're doing all the, you know, parents and the yeah. all, none of that stuff need to be as long as it is. Right. Uh, totally. That could have been that long in, like, both movies put together, right? right. Or <laughs> yeah, whatever, right. because there's just a lot of it. And a lot of it is... Like, we say this a lot, too. A lot of it is, I swear to God, for people who have never seen a movie before, right? Yeah. Because uh, because there's, like, 50 other movies with this exact scene in yeah. it. And yeah, and why, And fine, some things you have to do, but do you have to do 10 scenes right. Right. that I've seen in 50 other movies? It's just on and on too much. But on the good side of things, right, this movie, I think, more than any movie that I've seen in a long time with Spider-Man in the title really nails Spider-Man-ness, right? Like, uh, you know, not to spoil Spider-Man for you, but uh, even like the first comic, right? Right. The point of Spider-Man is that everyone's Spider-Man, right? You're like a kid, you go through shit, and your shit is just you, Uh right? And no one else has your exact same shit. And you go through all this stuff with all these other people, and I think this movie like just bizarrely nailed that in a in a way, like I said, that I haven't really seen a Spider-Man movie pay enough attention to. Yeah. That it's the uh you know, everyoneness of it um, yeah. that just you know, you're Spider-Man and your experience is screwed up, but that ain't different than anybody else. Every, right. everybody else has something that's yeah. their that is their version of being screwed up in right. a way that no one else is, right? Yeah, or, you can, or, or being, you know, completely unique in your yeah. trying to get through life that everybody else seems like they're just getting through or whatever. Right. And, and I mean, that was really cool. Yeah, no, I didn't mean to step on it. But, yeah, I,
1: I totally agree. You can have problems with your, your parents or your extended family, or your school, or you can feel like you're not tall enough or strong enough, or look at the person that's the jock and be jealous of them because they just matured differently than you, and they get the girl you want. Or it sucks you have to work two jobs to help your widowed aunt make right. the bills, and everyone else has the responsibility of nothing because they're always driving by in a convertible, splashing you. you know. None of that has to have a superpower at all. That's right. There's some aspect of your life that makes... Spider Man, one of the more relatable characters, no matter what gender you are. And now you got tons of different spider people in the Spider Force or the Spider Justice League, like, like that. You know, yeah, I think that's absolutely one of the strengths of the film, which is it's certainly showing that Miles and Gwen, even just on a surficial level, are dealing with very parallel stuff. Jessica Drew, pregnant on her motorcycle doesn't seem to be going through the same issues as them when you break it down to the least common denominator i'm sure there's some level of that that she's gone through or is going through with her spouse or her children or her family or her parents and they don't just clock in as spider-man well except the 2099 one he just clocks in he's i'm spider-man all the time like i'm the batman spider-man really right my alter ego doesn't exist it's just spider-man but yeah, I think that's a I think that's a real strength that it's had. And I would agree with that. I think this handles it you know better than almost any Spider-Man film that I can come
0: up with. Yeah. For sure. Especially when you have um I think especially on the Gwen side. Yeah. Uh and the Miles Morales side is fine. The closer you get to the end, the less I'm interested in anything the movie wants to do with Miles Morales, especially going yeah. into the final other universe and, you know, Mm -hmm. all that stuff, all that stuff is like noise in this movie and it's kind of annoying, but the Gwen side of things is actually, I think, (laughs) not only really cool, but I think that we have focused on her in a different enough way that it's made the movie more open to be able to talk through her then it can really talk through miles, even though it tries to do that more frequently. It does. Yeah, I agree. It it can't actually... It's it's almost like a normal movie where, you know, you try to have this big thing at the end, and it's like, you didn't earn it all the way. So you don't really get the same thing. And in this one, uh, you know, it's got two... Yeah, sort of. Yeah. And I think it gets there with the Gwen side of thing a lot better than it can now because of everywhere else we've gone with Miles, yeah. right? And and I think Gwen in her Spider-Manness, right, is like the most Spider-Man. Yeah, <laughs> and
1: and in a way I felt the there, there's a weird thing in the momentum. I don't know how I think this is going to come out right. I haven't thought about this too much, but And this is where people sometimes get in goofy trouble because they just trickle themselves. (laughs) I I think that the film, especially the second time in, I think the film does a really good job of distinguishing Miles from Peter. One of the things that's happening with films in the last handful of years is you're just recasting successful films and you're changing the gender or the ethnicity of characters and you expect everyone to take it at face value. You get the you get the basement fanboys, you know, mad at everybody because now suddenly all the Ghostbusters are women, right, or you, right. you know, you just you, you how dare you recast a Black Mermaid? Right. You know, I mean, there's there's so many things for people to get upset about. In my opinion, and I know way more about Peter Parker as a comic book character than I do Miles Morales, and really, I'm almost taking what I know about Miles from the films. Right. If if doing that on face value, I think they do a great job to make him not just a token black replacement for a standard white character, yeah, yeah. you know? And in that regard, you think they, I think they do something that I sort of softly appreciate a lot because I see it mishandled a bunch with Gwen and that she is a much more fleshed out character who has motivations and things that she does, but she's not just this Mary Sue character that drops in and is stronger, better, faster, quicker, more spider ish because she's a woman. Right. Because feminism dictates, you have to be better than the guy in every way. She certainly can be. Her powers are different. All the spider people seem to have very similar powers, but not all the same powers, but there are so many spider people. There are But, but they,
0: but they've all got like, they've all got like, the Spider-Man powers, and then like plus X, X right? So somebody I can has some other. I can fly. Yeah, yeah. You know, I can teleport, or what? Whatever it is. And
1: and what I really like about that is is that I'm so sick of seeing like Star Wars screw up things with Rey. Like just all of a sudden she's around a Jedi, she's a better duelist, she's stronger in the forest. Like these right. Mary and Mary Sue is a internet term for just making a character be totally competent and badass even though she's new to everything like she just suddenly is such an amazing witch or jedi or whatever weird thing that i did notice and it's and i feel like i would play fair about this if it were you know just casting the only gay character as like comic relief or the only hispanic character as just like this janitor like stereotype There's a weird thing that I noticed in watching this film, which is it seems like it's trying very hard to I won't say put down and I won't say minimize but it seems very strange the labeling that they're putting on Peter Parker. In the first film, he's sort of just like this burnout character who, no offense to anyone who hasn't seen it yet, redeems himself in, in the film. And in this, he is a bumbling dad who's in a pink bathrobe right. carrying his kid around his 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 baby around all the time sort of popping up in like an obi-wan ghost way to give miles just a little bit of help when he needs it or Gwen just a little bit of help but it just seems so weirdly ineffective to minimize him in a way and and, and it's not lost on me that he is in this film which i'm glad for the diversity he's the only like straight white guy in the film right You know, he's got a wife at home. Mary Jane seems perfectly capable and sane. Why she's not watching the kid when she knows her husband's taking. I mean, it it just seems to go out of its way to make him a punchline. And the only thing I could think of is maybe they're afraid that the audience's muscle memory will bond to Peter instead of Miles or Gwen, which is what they certainly want your focus on. But it felt like it was really done. Like they held the scene just a bit too long. Like, and maybe because I'm a straight white guy, I noticed it. But like I said, I feel like I would, I would call out, like, I think you're minimizing other, other categories of people, whether they're gender based or ethnic based. And that just felt sort of weirdly like present. It it just seems like in a film that's very thoughtful, um, it was unnecessary. And I guess the last blathering moment I'll say is, even though it was a very exciting moment when every spider person is after Miles, I thought, you guys wrote yourself into a weird corner. Like, all of these people are sometimes more experienced. They're older. They've got different skill bases. Why is it so hard to capture? Yeah, there's you? no way. That
0: like, part is the problem there is. A if, if
1: everybody is like equal power, more or less with a plus or minus of 1. Right. You can't get away from them. Right. The only way you can get away from a horde of people or an army of people is if you have an advantage. You either fly, you're invulnerable, you teleport like but if everybody can do what you can do. I don't buy that for a second and that weird storytelling just sort of took me out of it. And then when it did that i'm like well it is pretty right because it is
0: pretty every
1: second is pretty but it just doesn't make sense. yeah
0: and you know i think that as far as the problems in the movie go that aren't directly related to the fact that it's stupid yeah right um i think they are all that part of the movie is indicative of all the other problems that it has in the sense that You could easily fix that, and you just didn't for some reason, right? Right. You totally agree. You could – basically, the whole theory of that, and so this is sort of spoilery, right, is that he's got to get away and leave them away so that he can get back and use the thingy to go back home, whatever, right? right? Uh, And, you know, you could do that. Yeah. But somebody drew a picture – of 50 spider Spider-Man chasing one up a big metal pole
1: yeah
0: and you were like man that looks cool yeah instead of going how does that make any sense right Right. and you could have easily done you know come up with something even if it's kind of goofy at least it's a story at least it's an excuse come up with something instead all he does is like trap himself more and more and more and still somehow get away. Right. It's just, uh, now he's just magic spider. Right. That's
1: it. (laughs) Not being touched in that plot or that would have been the best moment to figure out that not every spider character has spider sense. Like when shows a bit of it, Peter definitely has always had it. Right. Maybe miles has it, but maybe that's the only way that he could dodge everything that everybody throws at him. I mean,
0: yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's just plot it's on, definitely right? like, you know. yeah, really, and it's a uh, it's horrible for something like that to come so far to the end, it's really late, yeah, uh, because now it's like you know. You get to the end of this and it's like you don't want something there where it's right. just action for action's sake right. and it doesn't actually uh-huh. make a lot of sense, right? Yeah. You, you, we're wrapping things up. We want <laughs> stuff to happen that makes sense. You paint yourself like the Wachowskis did
1: into the Neo corner, which is, you're, yeah, yeah. all right, everyone goes into the Matrix and you're all great, but the agents are always better. Except for one person who's better. Oh, here's why. Right. And then you're like, well, okay, if you're that. And now there's all these other dominoes that fall. I don't look at those. Right. It's just look at me dodging things. Right. You know? So I, I, I think that, I still think that it's one of the most amazingly beautiful looking things that I've seen in a long time. And I love animated movies, whether they're Pixar style or Akira. I'm not wild on anime for anime's sake, but I know people are. I don't know if anime would be, I don't know if your average anime fan would be in love with this, but... I'm very excited to see what happens going forward. These guys have been able to take animation and not only push it to the boundary. I think they went out of the lines. I think they've actually shown people. Look at all the stuff that we can do. There's there are scenes that are specifically indicative, like with uh, with Kaluuya's character, the Punk Spider Man. The stuff that also happens with Gwen almost always, even when she's all by herself or when she's sharing a scene. There's a watercolor around her that is just like awesome like it's her style and when she's sharing something with miles and his style is his right right like it still all happens at the same time i could i could watch this over someone's shoulder on a plane and just be as happy right as listening to it again you know it's visually just very exciting yeah to see what's going to happen next
0: yeah it's really cool although i'll tell you speaking of painting yourself into a corner and um you know before we run too much out of time uh, and get lost in saying something else I just say like uh even though I give it a 7 you still got to see it. It's, oh yeah. Uh, I agree. It, it's a, it's 7 but also it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, right. It, it, I probably could not recommend more. Right. Anyone who has any chance of liking it oh, you're gonna is is going to like it. Agree. Um I just have a lot of problems with it. But uh talking about painting yourself into a corner I think uh as far as painting yourself into a corner goes uh this like you know controls the market right like nothing can happen in the second movie that's going to come out of this yeah um for my money right yeah. that isn't uh making Twenty ninety nine guy, oh yeah, a yeah. bad guy, right? Uh, like he has to be a bad guy. He's already a bad <laughs> He's already guy, bad. kind of. He calls right? him out on it too. Yeah, yeah and I think, uh, yeah, they do like they do them. sort of mention that, like that we're supposed to be the good guys or whatever. Right. But I think you know, like what has to happen in the next movie is that we find out that he was wrong, right? That we could have been saving all right. these people forever and wouldn't yeah. have done anything. Yeah, otherwise. I mean, what the hell is your movie about? Right. Like you <laughs> right. Like you set this whole thing up and like, where else are you going to go? The spot guy and his right. other universes? I mean, who cares? Right. That guy is the, one of the weirdest things I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: because that first scene yeah. when we see him was really kind of awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought the part where, you know, Miles is not taking him seriously, like, yeah. went a little far. Sure. Like, we could have not taken him seriously for a little a bit. moment. Right? And then, yeah. And had our, like, funny lines or whatever. Yeah, right. And then, like, that is kind of over, right? right. Um, but h- him in it going, yeah. look, this is the first time I've robbed people. Don't make this a bad experience for me <laughs> or, you right. know, whatever. Like, that was a really great scene, yeah. right? And then after that scene, I didn't care about him at all, like, (laughs) ever again, right? right? He's the most nonsensical, and it's funny because, you know, they call him the villain of the week, right? But he's the most nonsensical villain of the week there's ever been. Right. And then he gets more powerful, and it's like, aha, look, I'm more powerful. And you're like, it don't (laughs) (laughs) matter. It it doesn't, yeah. So, and then... Uh now uh, aha now I'm double super powerful and right. to be continued we'll go into the next movie right yeah and if we really spend any time on him in the next movie it's going to be uh, a tragedy I right think. this uh, the next the problem and the painting yourself into a corner is that you've gotten this you know thing that is okay and yet it's kind of stupid yeah and <laughs> and and you have. Nevertheless, the total spectrum going into the next movie. The next movie could be 10. The next movie could be zero. Right, right, right. Like, depending on what we decide to do with what's happening, and there's kind of like equal justification in some sense for going any direction, right, right? as far (laughs) as what the story has told us could happen. Right, right. And it could be just insanely yeah. stupid. Like it, it could go, it could dive right off the cliff I'll, at the beginning. I'll trust them because they've done
1: two good films, two great films, two fun, flawed, but fun and great at the same time uh, for me films. I, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, but I totally agree. Like I'll be holding onto the rails of the roller coaster the moment it starts tipping one way or the other. <laughs> <laughs> The spot is sort of like—is it? He's a—he's a weird amalgamation of just like, in, on some level, it's like Syndrome in The Incredibles, where he's just like wow i'm this bad guy and right, i'll tell you right. my evil plan and you're like i'll oh, oh, yeah, we'll get to you just right. take there right. and then he also reminds me the nice so disposable in my cousin vinnie there's a guy that always wants to fight joe pesci's character he's some hick. <laughs> and he's like yeah yeah i'll I see right. you tomorrow give me the money not the money it's got to be coined and then he finally just walks up kicks him in the balls and walks off and i'm like well that's kind of the spot like right. he's around like i'm dangerous and so, yeah well i'll fight you thursday yeah right next thursday right thursday and then he finally is just like all right i'm gonna just dispatch you and get rid of you right but yeah there's a there's a moment in that first scene where that that is so reminiscent of a brad bird action scene to me because like if you if you sit in a room and you're like all right guys really if you could do this like what would you be doing like i'd punch you from here and kick there and throw this and move and when he does it i think miles has to realize because i know peter would at some point like well here's a funny joke here's a funny joke wait a minute you're really dangerous right right like i am in a lot of trouble here so right. hey, let's just put this down fast and but it's more interested in the hilarity and the goofiness but still you know yuck 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 i'm along for the ride right show me some more and i believe it really happened but anyway uh yeah and do you and- know how long uh, sorry do you know is this the kind of thing that because it's been five years since the other one came out I think it's been five years. It was like 2018, 2019. Yeah. Something like, like that. Is the next one like, you know, sometimes they'll do like a big film. You know, and the next one's next year. I, are we going to like I, wait five more years? For I this?
0: don't know. I don't know. Either. Uh, I don't know, I know in future. like a knowing sense. Yeah. Uh, right. Like I actually know anything about the date and you know, who knows? It could be out there to find, yeah, but yeah. I don't think it's a long time. I don't either.
1: I just didn't know. Cause sometimes it's like,
0: some they are making them at the same time, right?
1: Peter Jackson does them, but they're all releasing one year from each other, you know. Right, right okay, right. But
0: okay, uh, all right, so go see Spider Man yeah, yeah. and uh, and go see uh, all of the things that we'll start covering uh, yeah, when, yeah, we, when we come back, <laughs> and long, then you'll long already stuff. have seen them, right? Um, but yeah, there's uh, there's big cool stuff coming out. Yeah. And you're gonna want to see it because then there's kind of a lull to the end yeah. of the summer as right. uh movies give way to the meaningless fall yeah. TV it is season. Yeah, it's June. Yeah, it's it's we're, messed we're up. We're halfway into the year. Man, that's so long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We will uh we'll be back with a bunch of movies, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. Right. Um in about three weeks. So thanks yeah. for tuning in. And please, uh, like us on iTunes, share and subscribe and all yeah. that good stuff. And, uh, otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. All right. Yeah. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. Hey listeners, on behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The RU Screening podcast is brought to you by are and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to are or are to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night.